What's going on? We're back. Uh, I don't. I'll just say this, Jay. I don't know how different I can start each episode. Like, like, should I say, "Hey, what's going on?" Well, We've gotten in a rhythm or... of like, "Hey, we're on episode, <laughs> yeah. whatever number it is." It's yeah. crazy. We're on this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's been the same. Uh, so on this one, it's so different. Um, I, I say it's so different. Let's try to do different. Do you have any ideas for how we could start this one? Uh, I, do you guys I, out I, there I, have any ideas with how we could start an episode different? Hey, hey, I say this in my classroom. It's a collaborative effort. Uh, I learn from you, Jay. I learn from you. I'm, yeah, I'm talking I learn to you, from you. But, I, but I learn from 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 them, like the the, the people that are listening. That I'm gonna say you now to the one driving in the car, to the one with the AirPods in, uh, to the one. What are the other? Where, where else are people listening? Um, uh, let's see. We covered AirPods. We covered in a car on a walk without a, the AirPods. On a walk. Uh, I had someone uh, say they listened to it going to sleep. Okay. So well, I, don't, hey, I don't know if that our voices yeah. put people to sleep. Is apparently. that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't I know. Don't know. Uh, well, wherever you're at, welcome. Welcome. Episode 12. It was a little different. Uh, a little bit old. different. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was good. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that one. Um, welcome. It is Monday afternoon. Actually, sorry, not afternoon. Monday evening. Monday night. You will be listening to this tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be fresh. Quick turnaround. Raw. Not a lot of editing. Unedited, in this probably, likely. Yep. Um, this is the life of a podcaster. See, this weekend, Jay and I got to the weekend. We're like, hey, would you want to record tonight? We're like, you know what? We love what we do, but hey, let's take the weekend. Yeah. You know, Sunday, like, hey, we could go 8.30 Sunday. It's like, yeah, let's yeah. go Monday. And yeah. so here we are. Here we are. We were like, you know what? We'll just do it after our game on Monday. So here we are with the first official CPA Lions post-game episode post game podcast you know you know i think that's what they do man you know what we need to do for, during football season you know how they do like a fox or espn they get a big desk yeah know, out on the field we need to do yeah harry if you're listening can we get that we got some ideas or steve yeah at a middle school football game uh steve let us know if we can do that you know middle school ad uh even engel if you're listening can we get a big desk like espn fox what are the other channels ESPN, Fox, uh, let's see. CBS, CBS. CBS MLB Network MLB does Network, it. They've got the desk out they've, on the they've field. They've got the desk. Or whatever. Um, like if you could, is it Bally? Bally Sports? Bally Sports. Bally Sports. Yeah. They've yeah, it used got to be, them. used to be owned by, or owned by Fox, but different yep. marketing now. Uh, but if we could get a, a, a desk out there, three or four guys, maybe even it was just you and I, some mics out there, talking post-game on the field, man, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be legit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that'd be awesome. So this is what we're doing. Uh, except for we're not out on the field right now. We are inside. And we don't have a big official desk. We are in classroom we're, desks. We're in a classroom. Yep. Uh, and I'll just say this. This desk has a place to put a pencil on it. It has two. It has two. <laughs> it has two. Uh, I'd be surprised if that. you didn't see um, pencil markings. The, the the kids, man, they love to draw on these desks. It's it's remarkable. I don't um, see. Yeah, these, these, these few look, are clean, these clean up here. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of them. Good um, job. Yeah, for the few students that sit over here. Uh, let, me, let me say this. I'll just say a, a quick preface. If you hear some some loud noises in the hallway, that's, again, because we are indeed at a school. Yes, it's the evening, but there's some some goodies and some activities going on. If you see some singing, some loud noises, um, you know. Yeah, there's just, been singing in the hallway, so if you hear that in the background, uh, it's not our Spotify playing in the background <laughs> or something. It is <laughs> it is legitimately someone singing it is in the somebody, hallway. Somebody singing in the hallway. Um, yeah, I think that there needs to be a song about that. Singing in the in the hallway. Singing in the it sounds like a country song. It does. Singing, Singing in the hallway. In the hallway. Uh, so yeah, if you guys hey uh, tag us on Instagram of those videos, you guys singing in the hallway. Uh, you didn't think this podcast was going there today, uh, and neither did I. Uh, but tag us in your videos of you singing in the hallway, singing in the car. Make it happen. We'll be listening. Yeah, we'll listen to them, <laughs> uh, dude. Here we go. Um, episode twelve. You just said it in the most simple terms ever. And you said it's a dozen. Uh, that's crazy. I know we said this about 10. That was kind of our first, you know, milestone. Uh, do, do you remember, we talked about this last week. What's the percentage of podcasts that make it past three? Do you remember? I want to say four? it was like the percentage that makes it past three is like, I want to say five. It's, I think it's, it's below low. 10. Yeah. I think it's below it, 10. It's pretty low. Um, and the reason I say that, not because, hey, we're awesome, we're amazing, but we, we really love doing this. You know, we, we yeah, love doing this. It's really fun. Uh, even when we say, hey, I don't want to do it this weekend. You know, I want to get some rest. But, man, even on a Monday evening, um, just, a, you know, a lot going on. Uh, it, it's fun. Like, we love it. And so, yeah. we again, I've said this last few episodes, 
Um, but we really do want to make sure that you guys know how grateful for we are for you. Um, you know, saw somebody scrolling on the phone earlier on the bus to the game, and I saw um, Field of Faith podcast. Oh, that's cool. And that was like, oh, that's you know, that's kind of neat. You know, yeah. on their Spotify. Um, and so it's just kind of neat, you know, people that you don't anticipate uh, sometimes or didn't know, uh, and, and they listen. So yeah. we just want to say big thanks to you guys. As always, um, man, we're, we're, we're grateful. So here's number 12. Number 12. What are we going to be talking a about? A dozen. Uh, we are going to be talking about really just how to, how to, uh, how to handle, how to steward uh, defeat. And we, we say how to. This is by no means like a how-to podcast. Yeah. Not like a how-to handle this um really it's just just what what does it look like to steward defeat well Mm -hmm. you know because it is it's something that that happens really whether you're involved in in sports or not definitely more uh definitely more in a sports setting yeah and part of the reason why we're talking about it just we weren't planning on talking about this at all until what like an hour ago about an hour ago um yeah. And we lost tonight. We lost in in our tournament, and we just feel like it it would be good to talk about just what does it look like to handle defeat yeah. well in a in a in a gracious way. You know, we say that baseball, baseball, and all sports in general, it's nothing more than a tool and a blessing to be able to use yeah. to experience God's uh, just grace and mercy and love. So, if we're saying that to be true, uh how how do we do that? You know, what does it yeah. look like? Because yeah. losing is not, it doesn't matter what level you're at. Losing yeah. is, it's not fun. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's it's just good that tonight we uh, we kind of pause and, and we just, we talk about it. Because yeah. for any season, in any time, in any sport, you're going to face it. And mm-hmm. it's difficult to sit in. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just such a such a good thing to be able to talk about okay what's the good in this where is god in this <laughs> you know um it, it's hard to find that sometimes if we're honest uh you and i just you know speak to our situation we're very passionate people um very passionate people we care we care a lot um and and so i'm always curious and and, and let me say this to, to begin with i need more growth in this area than <laughs> the person listening, like I, I, I own that. You know, it is hard for me to respond well in a loss. Uh, it is very hard for me to respond well on a night, not like tonight. You know, we told you guys earlier, kind of jokingly. This, you know, this will be probably likely unedited, just in terms of <laughs> getting it out to you guys tomorrow morning. But again, like we came in with some ideas. Hey, we're going to talk about this tonight, and we wiped it. You know, uh, so that we could talk about this because it's pressing. It's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need to learn this. Uh, I've been trying to learn it for, uh, what, eight, 10 years now? More than that, but 10 years that I remember, mm-hmm. and, I, and I still haven't mastered it. <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, I'm, I'm passionate, and, man, I hate losing just as much as the next guy. Something that I say very often is, like, I hate losing more than I like winning. You know, I know that's that's out there. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a quote that's out there a lot. But for me, man, winning is just like, uh, it's, yeah, it's good, yeah. you know? But losing, it's like, Dad, gum it, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you like, hate what it. the what the crap? Yeah, uh, I, you know, it just hurts. It hurts. And so, man, uh, be able to join in in this conversation tonight. You know, however long we go, um, hopefully you guys do enjoy. You know, and and, and I don't have the right answers, Jay. I know uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this for you. I know we don't have yeah. the right answers together. You don't either. Uh, and I'm grateful for that. Uh, these are just things that we're learning. This yeah. is honest and raw. Like, I need to learn this. Um, and so I'm going to learn from you tonight, and, and, and hopefully uh, we'll learn from each other, man. Uh, but, man, uh, yeah. let, let, let's get going. Yeah what, do you, yeah, what do you got? I think that's good. You actually said something that I think will just kind of be a good starting point. You said <laughs> you said that losses hurt. Yeah. They sting. They do. And let's just start out by by talking about, is that okay? Yeah. Is it okay for a loss to hurt? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, absolutely. I think it should. You know, yeah. you know what my pastor said on Sunday, and, and this was unrelated to winning and losing. And I'll say this, and then and then you go back at it. You you get mad at things that you that you care about. Mm-hmm. You, you get ticked off at stuff that you that you have that you, that you love. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think it's okay. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's okay because um, I think if if you're disappointed, right, or you're you're angry, you're angry yeah. at a loss like that. Our anger, in a way, reveals to us just what we're passionate about. Yeah. Like, what what is it that God has God's wired us to be passionate about? Yeah. So I think it is a it's a good thing to 
to be or it's not a bad thing yeah i, would I don't want to say good it's not a bad thing if you're hurting after a loss because you know what you've you've dumped time into it yep. you've dumped effort into it you've been with your brothers or you've been with your sisters who have also yep. poured effort into that so whenever you experience a feeling of falling up you yep. know com- coming up short yeah it does hurt I don't think it's a I don't think it's a bad thing. It just reveals to us that you know what it's something that's important to us. Yeah. And that's you know we see it's important to us because you spend time on it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too. Like for 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 you and I, um, it, it's a part of our job. You know, there's that's what it is. Coaching. Yeah. Like it's a part of our job. Like I want to win. You know. And for our players, where they're at in life, they don't have you know quote unquote jobs, but their job right now is a student. And a player, you know, and I even say a son yeah. or uh, a, a sibling, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- we care about it, you know, we simply care about it. Uh, I think, you know, graciously God has gifted me um, the desire, the want to win, you know, the, the, to, to compete. Like I love being competitive, uh, whether it be with joking with somebody here in the building, be like, hey, I'm faster than you, I'm stronger than you. And it's just joking. Like these guys are, you know, six foot, run a four six. It's yeah. like, hey, man, I'd beat you in a race. Yeah. Like I'm competitive. And yeah. I know I'm wrong, but, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I naturally just care about stuff. And so tonight, uh, where we're coming from, um, I think this conversation is so relevant, uh, really in everything. Again, I've been learning this for a long time. Um, so, so tell me this, Jay. Like, just what are you feeling right now? This is open and raw, and why does it hurt? You know, I know yeah. we said we care about it, but like tonight, uh, <laughs> walk walk us through. Yeah, I think really kind of the the way I was talking to this Carl uh, with Carly about this over the weekend. We were just kind of talking about the the end of a season and cause our season was going to end this week. Yeah. Regardless, like regardless win or lose. So we were just talking about like the end of the season and, and what that looks like. And I feel like one thing that like, whenever a season ends, I, I look back and I'm, it's just like, I can't believe, I can't believe it's over. Like it, it just, it hurts that it's over tonight's hurt lot tonight's loss hurt more because it's like okay well our season is done yeah and with that comes a lot of things it's like well you're you're not going in day in and day out with those guys at practice or or at games and like our coach our coaching staff I'm gonna genuinely like miss us yeah being to being together at the field every day I enjoy that time together um I enjoy seeing the kids at the field um so like I'm I'm gonna miss that. There's a part there's a part of my heart that is just simply sad yeah. about yeah. the you know the ch- the chapter of the season coming to an end. Um, and there's just a a part too that's hurt because losing stings for everything that we talked about earlier. You you know you put you put time into it. You go into it to uh, go into it together with people. So just whenever you lose like. You know, it, it does sting. So I yeah. would say for me, there's definitely just some just some hurt there too. What about sure. you? Yeah, I, I think I'd say the same. You know, when you give time and effort towards anything uh, and it doesn't go the way you had anticipated, uh, it doesn't feel good. You know, well, hey, I made this plan, you know, this elaborate plan that doesn't work. It's like, well, man, that kind of ticks me off. I spent a lot of time on it. It doesn't work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, especially too, like, man, I love seeing these kids compete. And, 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 yeah, our eighth graders are, are, are out of our hands now, you know. Uh, they're going to go to the high school and keep on competing. But, man, I, you know, here's the thing, too, man. We just want to get to the final day. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so when, when, when the, the end is, is near, um, and like tomorrow, Tuesday, we'll just we'll say it. T- tomorrow is the final day of the season. And we were just anticipating getting there. And it's not because we're so eager and saying we only play for championships. But it's like, man, we wanted to spend more time with these guys, with mm-hmm. these kids, and we wanted to throw down with them and, and delight together, uh, play free and play love together, learn from – and, and it's over now, you know, and it, it, it ticks me off. Like I, I wish that I could pack my bag tomorrow and say, man, we're playing today for a championship. Yeah. Not for the hardware. I promise you. We talked about this, I think, with Steve. I don't remember what episode, six maybe, um, where we'd forget, you know, what that championship semi or that that runner-up trophy you got in your parents' garage? Yeah, it's been there for a year. Yeah, you we know, got like we what? got the runners-up. <laughs> we finished second in the yeah. tournament last year. Right, and I f- I found our trophy. I remember I you think, saying that 
four weeks ago. Right. Or something. My parents brought it down. I did. I was like, I think it's in there. I brought yeah, it home when that. I when I went home for the wedding. I was yeah. like, I think I put it in their garage, sure, but I'm not sure. 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 So they came in. Yeah. And brought it. I didn't even know where it was. Like we're not ticked off because we're not getting a trophy. Mm. I don't. I, dude, I don't care about the trophy. You know, I just wanted to be together on the final day. Uh, I'm gonna miss seeing these guys compete. Uh, I'm gonna miss it. You know, and it, and it hurts to think that man, it's over. Um, but really, at the at the end of the day, we got to remember the truth behind. You know, does <laughs> winning at the end of the day it, it doesn't define us. You no. know, and you know that better than the next guy. Like you coach that, and I've learned from you saying that. That's what you told our players tonight. You know, like winning it doesn't define you. Your championships don't define you. Uh, your your batting average doesn't yeah. define you. Now your OBP might. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe OBP. Maybe OBP. Yeah. Uh, your slugging percentage. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, your WAR definitely. Your WAR. You. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just messing around. Um, but it didn't find you. There's numbers. Um, and I'm really grateful for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I am too. I remember uh, just thinking about obviously losing doesn't define us and, yeah. and winning doesn't either. Like, no, it doesn't. I remember um, one one thing that it happened last year um, that I was really, really looking forward to. So whenever I played it, whenever I played at Trevecca, we were lucky enough to – uh, my last season there to be able to win our conference, yeah. then to be able to win the regional and to advance to the uh, College World Series for yeah. Division Two. Cool. So the following season, we had a day. It was like beautiful weather, um, and we were getting rings for like winning the conference and, and winning yeah. the regional and advancing and everything. And I was like, I was looking forward to like, I was looking forward to the day, like man, just yeah, getting getting together sure. with everybody. Like you always saying in college too like you're you're playing to get a ring that's right and yeah. like yeah we made it as far as you could and like the day came like we were we were getting them and i was i was pumped yeah like we got there a bunch of the guys got there early like we had the grill going just hanging out um and on when i left we were there we stayed for you know the game we got our rings and everything on the field and when i left i was honestly like I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was just like in a terrible mood when when I left, and it wasn't anything anyone said to me, or like it's some sort of yeah. bad interaction yeah. that I had with somebody. It was just I had in my mind built up that like this is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've worked for this. The day is here. Like the rings are in, and we get to put them on. And then it came, and I actually put it on, and I was just like, hmm. wow, like. I thought this would be better than what it is and just kind of left feeling empty yeah. in a way. Yeah. Like just, just left feeling empty and it wasn't after a defeat, but in a way I was like feeling defeated Yeah, because I was like, wow, I thought like more I, I worked my whole career for yeah. this and, and our, our team did too. And we're sitting here and I just feel like empty or defeated in a way. And I feel like that, that was one of the biggest times in my life personally where I realized, like, okay, not only, like, you know, we're, we're not defined by losses, and praise the Lord for that, but also mm-hmm. praise the Lord for the fact that, like, we're not defined by our successes, by our yeah. successes either because yeah. as time goes by, even when those happen, like, yeah. you're just yeah. – they, they genuinely don't fill us up. Yeah. No, like, they, they, they just – they can't. They don't, yeah. It, it makes me think about – we mentioned this um, – I guess it was a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago with Ryan, um, the Tom Brady video. Yeah. And it's so real. Yeah. I've mentioned that in class several times because it's so real. Uh, Winning this quarterback of all time, Hall of Fame, he will go down as the best quarterback of all time. Uh, I like to say he's a glorified check down passer, uh, but best quarterback of all time. Yeah. Seven championships, and he says, you know, what's your favorite one? And what did he say? The The, next one. The next one, right? Yeah. He's like, I'm not satisfied. Um, that that is remarkable, and he and he even said like I feel empty, and yeah. that's the thing, man. We win in HVAC would have been sweet. We won tonight would have been sweet. Uh, you know, we it would have been cool. But at the end of the day, you know, and I'm grateful for this truth that we have in Christ. Actually, mm-hmm. um, from the text of Scripture, um, that that doesn't that doesn't yeah. matter. You know, <laughs> yeah. for, for me, here, here's here's what I learned. Here's the truth. Right. Let's start talking about the truth. Uh, we talk about the negative, <laughs> and I, I hate to say this, but I'm sure you guys listening out there probably relate with this that this stuff just doesn't 
you know, you think it matters all this much, and, and you realize that it finally doesn't. I, I learned that the hard way. Um, <laughs> going back to seventh grade, I believe it was. Uh, so my birthday is always around the Iron Bowl. Um, some of you guys might already pick up where this is going. Um, my birthday is always around the Iron Bowl, November 29th. So it's always like a couple days before, a couple days after. It just depends on where that Saturday lies. And so uh, for you guys listening out there or, or girls listening out there that are familiar with something called the Kick Six, uh, that happened on a, on a I time. I remember that. I, no, I don't think you do. Uh, <laughs> I try not to remember oh, it. I remember it very clearly. <laughs> um, something called the Kick Six happened. And here's the thing. I had a birthday party. A bunch of people come over to the house. We watched the game, right? That's what I liked to do when I was younger. Have people over. We eat. We enjoy. Whatever. Fellowship. Watch a game. Pretty cool. Uh, Alabama should win. Uh, and then this thing called the kick six happens, and I remember like running downstairs as the as Chris Davis is running down the sideline, and I grab my retainer case. This is so funny. I think I was in middle school, and I spike it on the ground, shatters everywhere. Retainer not in the case, just the case. Probably had the retainer in. Um, that's one. Of, that's one of the most middle school things I've middle, ever heard. And I was like, that's what I saw, and I spiked it. You know, yeah. it's not a remote, but it's yeah. something. And and and. You, you kind of just display your anger, you lost. Yeah. And it's like, that actually paid me, uh, <laughs> like, I feel worse now. Yeah. I, I broke something. I shattered something. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I'll just say this. We all know the, the feeling of a throne controller at yeah. some point in our life or another, whether you're getting beat by your brother in Madden yeah. or, you know, you're ticked off that you have to go do the trash yeah. and you don't want to. It's like, what that gummit? You yeah. know, we all know that feeling of something. Yeah, it's um, terrible. There's sometimes you get like, yeah. you just get a, a feeling in you just, just like, rage. I just, I want to throw something because yes. obviously it's going to make me feel better. Yes. You know, and I think back to times and, you know, in my playing career too, I just yeah. see my gloves and slam I, it yes. or, or, you know, whatever it, I was yeah. sharing a story with you earlier when yes. I was playing and, yes. and going in the indoor at, at Trevecca just, and, <laughs> and as embarrassing as it is, just grabbing a, smashing grabbing a chair, a chair and just, just smashing yeah. it in our indoor. Yeah. But like at the end of all those things, it wasn't like, it wasn't like I felt any, any, it wasn't oh, well, like I slammed now. that and it's like, okay, I'm, yeah. I'm good. You know, and it, and it says, um, in scripture too, I didn't want to, want to, I just think it's a really cool verse. It says in your anger, mm-hmm. do not sin. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't tell us that our anger is a sin. Yeah. Like we can, like what we talked about earlier, like we can be angry. Yeah. That's it shows us what we're passionate about. Yeah. Like you desire to, to win um yeah. or to succeed but you know that the tricky part is yeah. okay our anger isn't sin but in our anger yeah, do not do not yeah. you know because that is where the yeah. enemy can have such a foothold he, even he, as yeah. simple as like throw this retainer yeah. <laughs> container and you're gonna feel better you know <laughs> and that's just such a lie man you know i i didn't feel better feel worse you get this this discipline now from your parents or whatever you know yeah. what i mean and it doesn't feel better um Hey, here's where we want to find ourselves grounded. You know, uh, here's where we want to find ourselves grounded. And, and, and yeah, it's a comical response that I actually give. <laughs> I learned this over the years. Now my buddies lovingly and jokingly make fun of me for it. Uh, but I've learned uh, that, that, that really, you know, my response of negativity doesn't have any value on me. It doesn't help, you know. And so here's the thing <laughs> that I've learned. And, and by the grace of God, um, we've been invited into relationship uh, see, the entire wrath of God has been poured on Jesus, and so now his just, um, I say, response to me is is love, grace, and mercy. And what a gift that that is. Um, and, and so here's the thing that I'll say uh, is, you know, hey, well, hey, Alabama lost. It's like, well, hey, guess what? The grave is still empty. Yeah. <laughs> the grave is still empty. Hey, the Braves are on a four-game skid right now, and guess what, Jay? The grave's the gra- still empty. The grave's still empty. Yeah. And, and, yeah, it's a joking response, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. That is what determines my joy. Uh, rather, that's what ought to determine yeah. my joy. The grave is empty, and I want to find joy there. Because you mentioned a text earlier, and I'll let you read it from Hebrews thirteen eight. Like these things can change, but God never will. Yeah, right. He never will. And like you say, and it sounds silly to to say like, oh well, you know, Alabama lost, but the grave is still yeah, empty. It, it like does. as believers. That's where our true identity lies, yeah. is an empty grave. And we get caught up in defeat or whatever, you know, and and we just get so upset and fired up and, and you know, yeah. just 
upset with defeat, whatever it might look like for us. Uh, but the good news, like you said, is the grave is empty. And it says here in Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. It's as and, simple as that. And there's some verses where there's a ton where you just need to like dive into. And it's like, well, this, you know, this yeah, word yeah, yeah, means yeah, yeah. this. This is not this is not that way. Like it, the scripture says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's true. Like and I love that, it. that yeah. is, that is what it means. And what a gift that is because yeah. on the days where, you know, we, we are on top, we are rolling and, you know, we're good to go. Cause, cause we're winning on the days where you're just kind of there. Cause it's yeah. a grind and it's a season or you have to be on the days where, uh, you get beat or like today for us on a day where the season is over. Yeah. Like the season has ended and it stings. The good news is that Jesus Christ is the same. He is the same. Yeah. And even though our circumstances change, That's our right. feelings change, all of that stuff can change. Yeah. But the good news is that Jesus doesn't. Yeah. And, and what a gift that is, man. And I need to remember that more and more and more day by day. Um, <laughs> I tell, I say this often in the podcast, like I learn from, from this, you know, just having these conversations and honest conversations with you, man, I, I learn from these. Um, here's the thing, too. Like these, these these games, win or lose, uh, middle school baseball. We'll just say we we win in the HVH championship. It doesn't. <laughs> here's here's what's funny too. Think about it. like it doesn't affect my reality. It it doesn't. Jesus is the same. Yeah. You know, like I leave and we get a plaque and, and a trophy and maybe at the uh, at the banquet or whatever. Yeah. You know, like we get to celebrate a little bit more. Yeah. That's awesome. But guess what? I'm gonna wake up tomorrow. Or rather, if we had one t- one tomorrow, I'd wake up Wednesday, and I'd go to work. Yeah, and I'd teach. It'd be the same exact. And I'd day. love on the kids. Yeah, and it'd be you know what I mean. That mm-hmm. changed my reality. Now I'm not talking about a World Series. You know, I think your life can change for a World Series. And again, not maybe a contract. I'm not trying to get into yeah. the details of that. But like, you win or you lose. And I, I got to remember, Alabama losing the Braves on a four game skid. It literally has no impact on me. On me. Yeah. We lost tonight, and it sucks. Yeah. But I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning, and I'm going to go to work, and I'm going to love what I do. Yeah. Baseball in the picture or not. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get fired up for football season, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Like it, or be, rather baseball this summer. Um, that's the thing that I always forget is the fact that these things change my reality. Well, if we would have won, then, you know, you fill in the blank. Yeah. Well, yesterday or today would have been, you know, way better, and tomorrow yeah. would be way – it's like – no, it it's just a sport, and we learn from it. Yeah, but it's just a game. Yeah, like we have we play it to have fun. Yeah, yeah, we play to win. We want to do that. We want to win trophies. Like those are great. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's way more than that. Yeah, you know, it's just having fun and playing free and enjoying fellowship together and growing. Yeah, and learning these lessons. That's what you said earlier. Is like these are just a, it, it's a small small game where we can learn these real life lessons. And I yeah. got to remember, man, winning or losing, I don't care what happens. They do not impact my reality. Yeah. Jesus does. No, and that's great. And I think what you just talked about is a perfect picture as to why sports are such a gift. Yeah. Sports are such a gift because we can learn these lessons yeah. through sports, yeah. through something that we are getting to go through with with our with our brothers, with our sisters, just with your friends. Yeah. It's something you're going through together that you enjoy doing. Sports allows you to to have, you know, do that together. Do things you love with people you love. Mm-hmm. Um and there are certain things that you said, you know, it, it can change your reality. Well, then whenever it doesn't go yeah the way you thought, then it's like, okay, how do how do I react? You know, and thankfully, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, God provides wisdom for us to react in ways that bear fruit. Mm-hmm. And that is so difficult. Yeah. And sports allow us to, to learn those lessons. Well, then when we step outside of sports, what happens when we get news yeah. that changes our reality? Yeah. Good or bad. Yeah. You know, what if what if it's a health thing? Yeah. And the bad news has, has changed our reality or or a job loss or something that's just going on hard relationally. Yeah. Like those are things that God, God gives us the gift of sports. It's nothing other than a tool. I think that that he really like just uses to teach us these lessons that we can 
apply, Mm -hmm. you know, and whether it be football, baseball, basketball, golf, whatever, you can go through any sport, really probably any extracurricular as as a whole. Yeah, I agree. But you learn those lessons and then God uses it to allow us to walk as lights on this earth. And that's just, yeah. I don't, it's such a beautiful thing to I me because that, it, you just see like nothing is without purpose, Yeah, you know? Yeah. You know, the, the thing that I get from Romans that I've been learning recently as well, and, and what a gift that this is, is like, hey, we've, we've died to sin in the flesh, and now we live in the spirit, and guess what it's done? It's actually set us free, you know? Like that spirit sets us free. I don't want to be locked down with these shackles saying, well, we got to win. We got, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, or man, that, yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't want to get so ticked yeah. off. And, and I'm not saying again, going back on our word saying, you can be passionate about it. Yeah. But like, I want to remember, and this is what I need work on. I'm, I'm terrible at this. I promise you, I'm terrible at it. Um, you know, Braves gave up a, a big lead the other night to the Astros and gave up a ninth, <laughs> ninth inning two run shot to Jordan Alvarez. It's like, come on. Why would you throw a 3-2 fastball over the middle yeah. to the best hitter in baseball? And I, yeah, I'm frustrated. But i got to remember, man, the Spirit has set me free, yeah. you know, like to Christ. And, and the one who's defeated all, like the one who sees all, loves all, created all, uh, and is over all, loves all. Yeah. Like he's the one that defeated all. You know what I mean? And so I want to find rest and comfort in that. And not this game that's going to change, you know? Like, that's just what I need to think about. Yeah. No, that's that's so good. And I feel like one thing, and I kind of, I struggled with it as a player too. Honestly, I feel like I struggle with this more as a, more as a, as a player, I think I struggled more with like, that guy beat me and I'm upset about it. You know, I think as a coach, I struggle more of kind of like the what ifs. You know, well, what if, what if we would have done this? What if we would have done this? What yeah, if, yeah. you know, you just think about a ton of what, what if scenarios through a game and through a season and what exactly you were talking about, you know, the, the, the empty grave sets us free. That's it. Like we're not, we are not meant to be bound to anything simply, but Christ himself, Christ himself. And that's such yeah. good. Like whenever we talk about being free, uh, being loved, that's where that comes from is just yeah. attaching our entire selves yeah like not not a small piece of ourselves that it, it can't work like that like mm-hmm. attaching our entire selves to Christ even when that even when that's hard yeah even when it's even when it's hard um, and just kind of to wrap things up because uh, we we have some NFL draft to talk we about got, some, uh, NFL draft got some draft to talk about <laughs> but just wrapping up kind of what we talked about um, losing hurts and that's fine. It's okay that it hurts because mm-hmm. we put time into it. But the good news is in our hurt, in our sadness, in our anger, fill in the emotion uh, there, the blood of Christ meets us. Yeah, Like he meets us, the grave is still empty. So how, however it is that we are feeling and our feelings change, we can take hope in the fact that Jesus never changes. He is the same yesterday, yeah. today, and forever, just like it says in Hebrews. And that is true yesterday, yeah. today, and forever. Right. And I'm thankful for that. Um, thankful th- for it. You know, in, in the victories, it's it's hard to remember. Um, in the losses, it's hard to remember. But, um, man, I'm just I'm thankful that that is true. Yeah. You know, it's one of the – if the Bible is true, and we believe that it is. Right. That is such freeing it's news. So freeing, yeah. That that that's that's um, man. Let me let me end it by, by reading this text out of Lamentations. You guys are all familiar with it, um, and it says this. But this I call to mind. This I call to mind. And he says, and therefore I have hope, right? And what's our hope in? Nothing of baseball. I promise you. It doesn't actually say here in Lamentations three. Well, we want a baseball game, so I'm gonna have hope. You know, like we have hope because Christ, right? says this, the steadfast love of the Lord, and it never ceases. If he was steadfast one day, what will we be the next? Hebrews 13, 8, he'll be steadfast, right? says, his mercies never come to an end. What a refresher that is. They're new every morning. Great is his faithfulness, right? That's simple and sweet. God is faithful. Um, and, man, what a gift it is that he's on our team. <laughs> yeah. Because when we lose, at the end of the day, we're just winning. Yeah. Because we won. That's right. What a gift that is. It is. That's pretty awesome, man. So I, I want to find um, I want to find my hope. It says I dare to hope. Uh, I want to dare to hope in the empty grave. You yeah. Know? How about that? That's great.
I love that. That's encouraging, man. I need to. I need to hear that. I need to learn that. So, man, uh, what an what an awesome conversation this is. Um, hopefully, you guys out there, y- y'all, let us know what you think. I- I'm curious. Like, I want to learn from y'all, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I know this is something that we walk through, everybody. So, I want to learn from them too. Yeah, for sure. Y'all, y'all, let us know. <laughs> hey, I've, I've I've learned this and done this. Like, I want to hear it. So, y'all reach yeah. out to us. Yeah, I'd, definitely. I'd love to hear from y'all for sure. Uh, but man, this is this is refreshing. So I'm grateful for the steadfast love of the Lord and that He uh, He didn't change. Um, you know what does change, Jay? Uh, the NFL draft order. It does. How was that for transition? <laughs> I, it does. That was, <laughs> that was pretty that good. Was pretty good. <laughs> that was very good. I'm uh, proud of that ten one. out of ten on yeah. that one. Very. Yeah. Uh, the NFL draft good. order does change. It does. We've already so, seen it change. So the Bears, you know, formerly number one overall pick. Right. That was absolutely just awesome. The last day of the NFL yeah, season, whenever yeah. they got the number one pick, was awesome. The Texans somehow botched that. Uh, so the Bears were at number one. Yeah, they yeah. slid back. They made a trade with the Panthers. They're now picking at number nine. I was counting. Early. I have to recount. The Bears this year have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. They have ten draft picks. Steve, can you check us on this that? year? Steve, Steve, check the math. He's he's a math guy. Uh, but ten draft picks. They were number one, going to number nine. It's just fun whenever your team is kind of the talk of yeah. the offseason, and the Bears have been in in a way, more so when they were at number one. Not yeah. as much now at number nine. Uh, but I can't wait to see what they do. Uh, I don't know if they're going to trade back a little bit more or, uh, yeah. you know, what what it looks like. But I'm I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. So what about yeah. the Titans? Their, their draft uh, slot has not changed. It, it hasn't. But no. it might. It hasn't changed, in, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Um, for a time, I saw the Titans in consideration to move up to that one. Now, obviously, since that's passed, um, and 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 I'm not I'm not great at all this stuff. I like the NFL. Titans are my team, um, but I'm not great at all this stuff. Now, you you put the controller in my hand, and and we click franchise mode and Madden. I'm gonna be making some moves. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna be trading all my good players for every like top five draft pick. So I would be taking in this draft, uh, if I were a Madden GM, I'd be taking Bryce, and I'd be taking Will Anderson, and I'd be taking Tyree Wilson, and I'd probably also be taking C.J. Stroud, and then I'd trade him. So that's what I would do. So you would go, you would <laughs> trade all of your, you'd trade all of your picks. And this is, it's you, a, no, you would trade all of your players for picks. Oh, 100 percent. And then you would go double quarterback in the top five See, it's like, and trade one of the quarterbacks. Here's the thing. It's like it's like the, the OP fantasy method. Take all the quarterbacks because then other teams don't have them. So take Josh Allen. Take Patrick That's Mahomes. Right. Take whoever else I'm missing. Yeah. I don't, I, hey, supply and, dem- See, supply and demand. And then you say, well, hey, I need Derrick Henry. And they're going to say, I don't want to give you Derrick Henry. It's like, well, your quarterback is Russell Wilson. Yeah. Bad Russell Wilson, by yeah. the way. And they're like, you got a point. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm joking. Um, Titans should have a good draft this year. I'm excited about Rand Carthon, uh, the new GM. I'm really excited about him. I think the moves he's made are good. I think he's a he's a players GM. Mm-hmm. I think he connects with them, which is pretty neat. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, where the Titans can go. So we we have one of uh, uh, rather eleven pick eleven. Uh, round one, pick 11, uh, round two, 41, 372, 5, 147, 6, 186, and 7, 228. That is one, two, three, four, five, six picks. Uh, Steve, check me on that. Um, six picks. I'm excited for the Titans. Here's the thing that I would do at 11. Um, here's the thing I would do at 11. Yeah, what, now, what would you do if you were, if you were well, handed the reins? Oh, my gosh. I've got for some For the opinions. Tennessee Titans, we've what been, would you do? We've been thinking about talking about this for a long time do you remember one of those episodes we talked about it's like man we got some opinions yeah and and here's our time to share yeah okay here's my time to share it um i'm i'm the gm derek's gone i i i get derek out wow and 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 i love derek i'm an alabama fan having him in nashville is sweet i i, I love it he's a 30 year old man now which in sports is actually kind of old for football for a running back for a running back well you can play quarterback you can play yeah yep. a lot of miles uh Running back, he's getting beat up every play. I think you trade him while he still got value, and 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 I, I saw a rumor over the weekend, and it was like Derrick Henry has been traded to the Eagles, and I was one of those Titans fans that was like, oh, cool, <laughs> you know, yeah. like we're gonna get the Eagles first round pick probably or second round, and and maybe a little bit more than that. 
Um, I like that. So here, here's what I would do. Uh, I, I think you can budget with Ryan Tannehill, I, I, maybe. But I do think Titans take a quarterback this year. Anthony Richardson or C.J. Stroud now. I'm reading a bunch of stuff that say C.J. Stroud might fall for a long time. Because I've his, seen that his too. terrible test scores, which I wouldn't mind. I don't, I don't buy it, though. No, he's a good quarterback. Dude, he's playing at Ohio State at the highest level of football after the SEC. Big Ten is not the best. Uh, SEC well, is yeah. easily the best. We'll just save that for a different episode. <laughs> now, fine. basketball, I'll give it to you. Football. Um, but he's playing that. What about wrestling? Wrestling, what? the Big Ten has it. Have you looked at? Yeah, what about softball? SEC softball. Well, maybe yeah, we'll get I'll, the Big, I'll give big you 12. So, I'll give you softball. <laughs> Heck, I don't care. Um, but I think I'll take a quarterback in this one. But I I, I will also – I'll get Derek gone. I really will. And 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 I don't know who you get for him, but I think you get some, some – um, you get something back, you know, uh, to where you can work with that, get some picks, take a running back. Um, now, it might be too late to sign another running back. I don't, I don't really know. But I think you get Derek gone and just start rebuilding. I think we got to start rebuilding. I like that we got Jeff Simmons back uh, in terms of a, a, a bigger contract. I think Traylon Burks is a good start for a wide receiver core. Uh, but we need more than that. You know, we need a little bit more than that. Um, so I think I think with the offense that we need to be going towards is not so ground and pound heavy. I think the, off, the Titans have the most um, – the most predictable offense in the league. And I think that's actually pretty objective in terms of it is a run and then it is a play action. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty, pretty objective. I think that's a true statement. Um, and so I think you get Derek gone and I think you take quarterback and just kind of do a refresh. I think you tank for a little bit. Um, heck, but I don't know, man. That's just some opinions I've got. Yeah. They're not great, but no, I'm up. That's what I would like to I do. I see it. I'm it, ready for a refresh. Yeah. No, I could see that because one of the a tough place to be as an NFL, really any sports franchise as a whole. If you if you're hovering around that 500 line, it's pretty. That's a difficult place to be. Um, I'll get into what I would do if I were uh, the Bears' general manager, which they Tell just me. they just hired a general manager last year, so uh, yeah. it's his job for a little bit. So. I, I doubt I'm coming for that. I don't, I don't know. This uh, this podcast, I guess, will serve as my job interview for Bears general manager. Dude, if, let's go. If it goes wrong for the guy there now, which I want it to go well as a Bears fan. Uh, but round one, pick nine, first of all, I'm pumped. Yeah. Uh, glad that their general manager, Ryan Poles, traded, uh, traded back out of the number one spot. They don't need a quarterback. They've got Justin Fields. Right on. Um, is he the guy of the future? Like, is is he the franchise guy to, I, to a Bears fan? I think he is. Okay. I think he is for sure. He's okay. just – the way he – he, like, kept the Bears in a lot of games this year. He did. And that was without a ton around him. Okay. So, I think they're building around him. I think he is the guy uh, if he puts it together um, just with his arm, which he's shown the ability to. Um but they're picking at nine now. What I would personally do is just go true best player available. Like they were three and fourteen last year. Anytime you're they three, were that and, bad. They were three. So that's and 14. what got them the one. Yep, three okay. and fourteen. I, I don't, I, okay. I, I think anytime that. your team is in that position, you just need to acquire talent. Need everybody acquire talent by any means. So yep. I think whatever whatever their big board looks like, yeah, just, just take, take whatever guy is on the top of that billboard. Take them, yeah. uh, and I try. I really think that's probably what they're going to do. I'm a really big fan of their general manager, um, and think that that he has done that so uh, so far. He did that in last year's draft by just turning picks into more picks and, and drafting guys. Um, a couple of names that I wouldn't mind seeing. Uh, one, they're they're picking ninth, so Peter Skaronsky. Yeah. He is uh, he's a good tackle at Northwestern, yeah. which it would be cool too to see a Northwestern guy stay in Chicago. They cool. need offensive line help. So I think he would he would be a really good pick. Um, that's really where I think they will probably go okay. is offensive line. Uh, I also wouldn't mind seeing uh, Van Ness from Iowa sure. defensive end. They need some help. you know, they need an edge rusher. Um, I also wouldn't mind, get this, if if Will Levis is on the board at number nine mm -hmm. or if Anthony Richardson is at the on the board at number nine, uh, Titans, the Titans could need a quarterback. Move if up. they jump up 
just two spots from they 11 would. to 9. They would. It wouldn't cost them a ton, you know, maybe another second or two. Um, that also – I am not opposed to the Bears trading back because I think there's a lot of depth uh, offensive line-wise kind of in that 7 to sure. 15 range, sure. 7 to 20 range in the draft. I, th- I think especially too – and I'm not trying to cut you off, but but when you need everybody and, and there's a lot of good players on the board, I think you could move back to get some more return and actually load up some more, you know? Yeah. I could see that as a move for, yeah. the, for the Bears. And one move uh, – one move that I really want to see, too, just as a fan. I know you said you love seeing Alabama guys get drafted. I do. Um, I I would not be opposed to seeing the Bears go Devin Witherspoon, the corner from Illinois, mm-hmm. and he's projected to go around nine. I wouldn't be opposed to seeing that because he's an Illinois player. Yeah. But what I would love to see is in the later rounds them take Chase Brown, Okay. The running back at Illinois, he was like the FBS leading rusher yeah. this year. Yeah, that, He ran Jackson. like a 4-4, yeah. uh, right around a 4-4. Um, I feel like you know what you're going to get with them. They just got rid of – David Montgomery left. He's a lion now. Um, and they do have a pretty good backfield, but I just – it would be fun as a fan if he ended up in uh, playing for the Bears. And I've seen some yeah. mock drafts that have had him landing there too. Yeah, yeah, man. I'll, you know, <laughs> I said this to you before the podcast. Like, I do like the NFL. Obviously, you guys listening to this know that I'm more of an MLB guy. Love football. I'm more of a college football fan when it comes to football season. Uh, I, I really love seeing the Alabama guys get drafted. I love the first round. And then I love the sleeper picks later, you know. Uh, it's like, oh, I didn't know he was available. Uh, so that's really why I like yeah. watching watching the draft, too. Um, you know, I'll say this too, and just in terms of the draft rather than just Titans, I think Bryce is pretty hundred percent to go number one. I did not think I did not think so like a couple months ago, but now I, I do. didn't either. Being six foot, now my argument is I say six foot. We'll we'll even document an inch and say six foot is elevated. We'll say he's five eleven. Six foot in cleats. Right, in cleats. Uh Drew Brees, am I wrong to say this? Was he like five eight? Sorry, not five eight. Five nine to five eleven. He was. He was ish. definitely like very five, ten very ish, small. So, yeah, yeah, in that range. Um, Bryce is very smart. You know, playing at the highest level of football, they say, "Well, he's small." Well, did you see him play against Georgia? Did you see him play against Texas? You know what I mean? Yeah. Playing against these teams. Not saying he won, but he played well. He's he's a game changer. I think he is a dominant guy. I think he could be the the future of a team. And then Will Anderson. I don't care where he goes. I just want to see him go early. Um, this mock draft that I'm looking at has him going at number two, and that would be him being the best uh, available pick. You yeah, know, he's an NFL type guy, uh, ready to go. Uh, and then here's the thing too: see the Texans, and I can't be a Texans fan uh, and a Titans fan. It just doesn't work. But I really do like the guy that they hired, D'Amico Ryan's. Played at Alabama, was a great defensive coordinator with the Niners and then seeing him go to Texas is kind of like okay I I like that yeah Uh, I like that I wanted them to get Bryce originally Uh, I would love that but now Bryce you know likely to go one he's not gonna be around but Will Anderson to the Texans would also be cool because I'd get to see him play the Titans twice a year yeah Um, and then with NFL Red Zone get to watch him as much as I want every week (laughs) Um, every single week yeah but but I do think Will Anderson going two would be pretty awesome uh, just seeing these guys go. But here's the thing, too, with the Texans. They've got the number 12 as well, if I'm not mistaken. And so if they want to wait on a quarterback, they could go get um, a quarterback if they wanted to. They could take a Will Levis, or they could just say, hey, we're dealing with Davis Mills. We're going to go wide receiver there, like this mock draft says, Jackson Smith and Jigba. And then next year, I don't know how much better they'll be. You know, Just say the Bears have another bad year. Say the Texans have another bad year. The Texans over the Bear, uh, yeah, over the Bears. Did I say Browns? Over the Bears. Uh, would be able to go get a guy like Caleb Williams in yeah. next year's draft. And so there's obviously I'm no I'm not one that's good to look into the future and say, well hey, we're gonna tank this year. Obviously teams aren't gonna tank. Uh, I don't I wouldn't think they would. But thinking about a guy like Caleb Williams, is he better than Will Levis? Is he better than CJ Stroud? Is he better than Anthony Richardson? I mean, probably. Yeah. You know, what what do you want to do there? So so I will be interested to see how the Texans actually do draft. Um and I just love the first round. The first round's really fun. Yeah. So, uh, close it before we get off real quick. I want to ask you first, first 10 picks. So one through 10 quarterbacks taken over under three and a half. 
Mm, first 10. First 10. I'm going to go under. Um, I would have originally said over. I, I would have. Uh, and this would have been probably a few weeks ago. I'll go with right at three. I think it, it will be Bryce. It will be C.J. Stroud. And, and I do think, actually, uh, I say it will be C.J. Stroud. I'm confident that he will not drop out of the top 10, even though I'm saying he could go 12. He could go, you know, I think he'll yeah. be the next guy. I do think AR-15 after that, Anthony Richardson, is right after that. I think he's good, man. Yeah. And I think he's got the prototype. But but hear me out, too. And then this is where, uh, where, where I'm battling myself. Will Levis, as said by Peyton Manning, is an NFL – like he was born to be an NFL quarterback. Who doesn't want that? You know, now he doesn't have the tape. He's not very yeah. good, but he's a he's the body. He looks the part. You have the body. Yeah. You know, six four, six five, and what two thirty? Yeah. As a quarterback, it's like that's pretty beast mode. Uh, I'll go three though. I'll go right. three because I think somebody could drop out of the top. You know, into yeah. eleven or twelve. I'll play devil's devil's advocate. I think four. Okay. I, I, in the top I could, ten. I could see four going in the top ten. Uh, you don't, you never know if some of this stuff that we're seeing and hearing is just smoke. Yeah, and maybe yeah, the Texans yeah. really just do want to go Stroud at Stroud at number two. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think def without a doubt. I think you see Young Stroud and Richardson go in the top ten. I do think you're. Right. I could see if Levis is available at like nine ten. Yeah. I could see a team like the Titans trading up if it's not gonna if it's not gonna take them a ton to trade up. I could see a team doing it. Yeah. So I, I mean, one of probably the most sought after position in all of sports. Yeah. Is quarterback. Yeah. yeah. And I think teams overpay year after year They'll after year. Trying, they try to find it. You know, yeah. the Bears last few like they traded a ton to get Mitchell Trubisky, traded a lot to get Justin Fields. Teams do that to try to get their quarterback, and it's just like, when does your team need a quarterback? This year's draft isn't super yeah like there's not that trevor lawrence surefire like number one pick but there's four quarterbacks with a lot of talent yeah. a lot of teams that need quarterbacks so i could see four going in the top 10 yeah hey we'll we'll, we'll say this on air All, we're live you guys out there hearing this lunch is on the line over under three and a half lunch is on the line deal deal yeah we'll we'll, we'll call it we'll say we'll go to chili burrito chili burrito on the Sounds on the good. line they just texted me, by the way. I got a free <laughs> chips and ca- free, uh, chips and salsa. I gotta gotta redeem. I think before before May. Too. Before May, yeah. So we, well, we'll make that happen. We'll make it. Uh, chili burrito on phone. the line. Um, chili burrito on the line. Okay. There Over under three and a half. Deal. Uh, keep you guys. Uh, y'all keep us accountable. Keep Jay accountable because it's going to be under. Yeah, uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. The Titans are going to trade up. They'll be the yeah, fourth. Yeah, we'll one. be the fourth. Yeah. Guy. Dang it. Uh, we're going to lose. Uh, whatever. Hey, this is uh, why uh, you shouldn't gamble because lunch is on the line, and I want lunch. Um, I know. I want it now, too. <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, I want it free. <laughs> I want yeah. another free burrito. <laughs> hey, speak of a free burrito. Oh, never mind. We've talked, <laughs> we've talked about that before. Just kidding. Uh, well, man, this is awesome. Uh, you know, hey, as hard as it is coming up here after a loss, um, I mean, hey, let's be reminded, uh, God is good, you know, mm-hmm. and he doesn't change. Uh, and if he was good before the loss, guess what he'll be after? You know, the same. Uh, God is steadfast. Uh, God is faithful. Uh, and, man, let's take this, uh, all of us, and say, man, let, let's learn from something like this. You know, I need that. Uh, I'm encouraged by something like today. Uh, really, I leave every every episode encouraged. Um, I really do. Uh, but, man, today especially, uh, I needed to hear that. So I'm grateful for this for this message that, man, for hey, sure. guess what? The grave is empty. <laughs> That's right. Isn't it? yesterday today and forever that's right that's right well y'all man thanks for joining us uh go out there and y'all have fun see ya